0: Welcome to b-movies and eBooks. i'm craig wade and i'm brian allen delaney and it is episode 113 lucky 113 yeah yeah today we are covering brutal bigfoot the the found footage sort of classic <laughs> um and classic I mean, well i mean it it's released a, this year <laughs> it's a classic in my eyes um okay anywhere yeah it's we'd never heard of it until i was scouring through amazon prime free movies for us to watch (laughs) and and you're you're giving away all of our secrets (laughs) yeah yeah um and also we're going to cover the book the last hellfighter by thomas s flowers but before we get into that what's up with you brian uh not too much
1: (laughs) Got, got got a little bit of news i guess yeah what is it um so the the film that I worked on, um, Monster, yes, if, if you remember that. Oh, me I remember about it. Um,
0: should be getting a uh, like VOD release. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, uh, it's going to go to Amazon first, and then roll out to additional platforms. Yeah, yeah, it, that, that's the plan. Um, I don't
1: have a exact date. Uh huh. Um on when it's coming but
0: it should be like very soon though
1: yeah uh word on the street is december and so we're in december now so
0: look for it then (laughs) all right all right yeah uh yeah that was actually one of my news items to check off really
1: (laughs) i made your news
0: yeah yeah Uh, film score, you know, com- with the com- the score by some douche. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I yeah, made my news. Yeah, that's that's the
1: the Matt Shaw joint, uh, directed by Matt Shaw, and then like written by him and Michael Bray and Justin Park.
0: Yeah, so all people who have been on the show. before
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: well Michael Bray, had, uh, you know he was on that one episode, right? Wasn't he on the Easter Extravaganza? I think maybe he didn't for some reason. I feel like he decided not to Mm, probably a wise choice. (laughs) Maybe he was. I don't know, man. That's a real ass uh, thing of me not to remember. Well, well, to be fair, though, Uh we don't even like research
1: our own (laughs) shit. (laughs) You know, when we're talking about past episodes, it's kind of like more or
0: less a recollection of the past episode. Yeah, yeah, and, and sometimes... less what actually happened. I'm pretty positive we've like been like, oh, yeah, like we talked about on a previous episode, and it was just and a never. text message between me and you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, so much of it, like, I don't know. We hang out sometimes, uh, not as much <laughs> as we did growing up, but, like, honestly, 90% of everything <laughs> is just text between us and then the show, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so, I don't know. It's kind of like... Uh, it's Either our text thread or the one of two group messages we're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, that's awesome. I can't wait to see. I saw what I believe is the final product, but I think he's actually made a few changes since then. So I don't know. Um, To be honest with you, I don't even think I've seen the final project. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, I, I saw the work print. And then he sent me another one, which I believe played at the premiere. But I, I think he, he had mentioned that he was making some slight changes. So I'd like to see know. where where it landed. There was a world of difference between the work print and the and the final. It looked. Fun. I haven't even seen it with like color grading or anything. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Well, all right. Well, I mean that makes sense. By that point. You know, you've already yeah, done I your music. I didn't need the color grading, so I didn't...
1: I told him he could, you know, we could do that and the color grading at the same time.
0: Yeah. Well, cool. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know that this is uh, news news, but... <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead's back on Netflix. <laughs> what? What? That's, like, not a news story. That's something I would just <laughs> text to the group. Shaun of the Dead's back on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you man there's been a lot of uh a lot of not news um i guess um, since yeah. the last episode i think sabrina dropped since the last episode oh no no we covered the fact that the church of satan was suing her so yeah it settled out of court though yeah okay um i guess it's uh got, they they uh decided not to be idiots about it well they got um like
1: uh what's it called acknowledgement in the credits now yeah huh
0: well that's interesting uh <laughs> i mean i got nothing for that uh did you see uh about how uh so since i guess it was like the last like a week ago or something or maybe just a few days ago uh the house that jack built the large von trier Movie mm-hmm. upcoming year we've talked about it on here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have. <laughs> um, did you see so they screened for one night only, they screened uh the director's cut and now they're in yeah. big trouble because they didn't <laughs> clear it with the MPAA? Or they're screening within ninety days the rated cut and the unrated and, and that's against the terms and MPAA. Dumb. Yeah. I mean, could could they just be more upfront with like, oh, this is bureaucratic bullshit? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, except for the fact that I guess, I guess ratings serve a purpose only on the on the films that are, uh, you know, bait and switch type movies. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess they serve a purpose. But other than that, I mean, the MPAA is outdated bullshit. Yeah. But whatever, man, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well,
1: I mean, I don't know. I think it was also because, like, didn't he not s- tell anyone it was going to be the director's cut, and it was basically like X-rated? Well, I mean, it was unrated, so yeah, it probably I, I know, would have I mean, been <laughs> like the equivalent of a of an X rating, um, because I mean, like unrated just means it hasn't been rated
0: okay so you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah but i mean why would you not rate it it's because that's what that's what the mpaa I, wouldn't allow to be rated r you know yeah but uh but. their official statement was the mpaa has communicated to the distribute to the distributor ifc films that the screening of an unrated version of the film in such close proximity to the release of the rated version without obtaining a waiver is in mm-hmm. violation of the system's rules that's- So dumb. The effectiveness of the MPAA ratings (laughs) depends on our ability to maintain the trust and confidence of American parents. That's why American parents. That's who they're worried about. Okay. That's why the rules clearly outline the proper use of the ratings. Failure to comply with the rules can create confusion among parents and undermine the rating system and may result in the imposition of sanctions against the film submitter.
1: Now, Now, let's be honest. What parent is taking their kids
0: to see a <laughs> the house, movie <laughs> Jack <Jackville. laughs> Um, I don't know, bad parents. <laughs> <laughs> I, or incredibly cool parents, depending <laughs> well, on how you want to look at it. Well, it depends on when you say a kid. I'm not thinking of like a 10 or 11 year old. Oh, I'm thinking like 6. There's no way though that I would even take a <laughs> 10 or 11 year old to that film, you know? Like yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I saw a couple of horror films in the theater when I was a kid. But they were all like Child's Play and Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like yeah. that. In fact, I remember wanting to see a Friday the 13th and uh, did not get to go. I believe probably because uh, those films are <laughs> a lot more nudity in those films than, you know, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. But whatever. So, um Yeah bureaucracy (laughs) (laughs) hooray (laughs) yeah yeah, but i mean that's just dumb that is dumb
1: it really is yeah so it almost feels like i mean i don't think it is but it almost feels like a publicity stunt sort of thing (laughs) thing.
0: you know like oh he's getting in trouble for playing an x-rated version You know, uh, the fact that Lars von Trier is in trouble is a non-story, honestly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, it seems like the only time uh, people weren't up his ass was when or like, you know, in a mad way was when he did Dancer in the Dark. And since then, it's just been like, oh, okay, screw everyone. I was talking about
1: that movie the other day. Rodney had never seen it. I was like, you need to watch it. It's like the most depressing movie ever. <laughs> yeah. I, I he's like what's it about? I was like, "Oh, uh Bjork plays a factory worker that goes blind." <laughs> he's, <laughs> like, <"What?" laughs> he's like, "What?" Like, "I want to watch that." And I was like, "Watch it. It's the saddest movie ever."
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. When that came out, uh my girlfriend at the time loved that film, and so I've seen it I don't know, four times, but not a fan three times too many (laughs) yeah yeah um i I honestly like if it was now i would have been playing on my phone (laughs) (laughs) but then i just remember being like oh man i'd rather be pulling my eyes out dude i watched it in a film class in college really yeah huh um okay
1: so um oh i got one speaking of terrible movies I watched Venom. <laughs> Venom. Oh, really? The, the Tom Hardy joint. Was it not good? It was terrible. Like, it had... It had maybe, like, one of the worst scripts I've heard in a while. Didn't it become the biggest film of all time? It became <laughs> one of, yes. <laughs> okay. But, like, mainly overseas. Over here, it did horribly. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, But, like... It was just lots of clunky dialogue, and then at one point, uh, Venom calls a guy a turd.
0: <laughs> huh?
1: And it's just it's just so dumb.
0: Um, well, it's
1: so dumb.
0: Was it at least
1: like fun? Oh yeah, okay. of course. But it was it was not a good,
0: not a good movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's popcorn and crap, I don't think anyone was expecting high art out of it. It's just like, it's just such a
1: weird decision to me to make a Venom movie without any
0: sort of Spider-Man. You know what I mean? I heard it was a lot like a uh, bigger budget version of Upgrade. Yeah. I never saw Upgrade, though, but it was essentially the same thing. Upgrade (laughs) was good, but it knew what it was. Like, I think Upgrade would probably make my top five of the year. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna like, I was thinking about it because you know, that's coming up, our top five yeah, of the year. Be like, next episode, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, well, that works with me because the next book we're covering is pretty long. <laughs> so, what are we doing? Uh, we'll get to it later. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, it's uh, Jonathan Butcher's Children at the Bottom of the Garden. Do you remember that? Vaguely, <laughs> yeah, I, I sent <laughs> it oh, to no, no, you. No, 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 yeah, 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 yeah I remember. Yeah, you, you said. Yeah. yeah, so we we had previously covered "What Good Girls Do" by him, mm-hmm. one of the, probably uh, the most disturbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, one of the most disturbing books we've ever done. Um, but yeah, I don't think that this is that. Like, I don't think it was, uh, you know, him trying to make a disturbing book. But, but who, hell, I don't know honestly much of what it's about, except for there's like sentient calls within a garden. So. <laughs> Like you know, just like siren song type bullshit is yeah. my is my current explanation. You know, current uh, interpretation of the plot. But who knows? Um. Okay, Quiet Place Two. Are we excited? Uh, I am. I'll watch it. I liked Quiet Place. Well, you know, it's not about the family. It's not a yeah, true it's sequel. like, isn't it like
1: a, just in the same world or something? Yeah,
0: he's calling it like a... Oh, what did
1: he <laughs> call mean, it? A widening of the world. Widening? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why, but that just hits me right in the pretentious spot. Oh, hold on, here we go. Uh, Emily Blunt um, said, This isn't a sequel at all. This is the second book in a series of books. It's a widening of a world. And that's that's the best way to look at it. It doesn't feel like a sequel. It's a continuation of living in that world. Oh, that's actually John Krasinski quoting Emily Blunt. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) whatever. Um, No, I'm cool with that. No, it'll be fine. I mean,
1: that's like uh, Fear the Walking Dead. It had nothing to do with the original
0: one until recently. I didn't see it. I didn't watch Walking Dead, though. Only the first season. Yeah. It's a perfect show Um, if you tap out there.
1: (laughs) Season two is not that great. And then it gets better and then it gets worse and then it gets better again. Yeah. And then now Rick's dead.
0: Spoiler alert. (laughs) Oh, he's dead. Uh, I mean, I don't care. He's not. (laughs) You think he is. All right.
1: Or everyone else thinks he is not um, you actually, though. Not, what <laughs> I said, but not you though. No, you're way too smart for that, Craig. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean <laughs> that's like what that was. It was just other people in the same world doing stuff on
0: the other coast. Speaking of widening of worlds that don't need to be widened, <laughs> what a weird segue. Um, what a perfect segue. Uh, what was it? Happy Death Day Two. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So happy death day was fine. And like it was a fun little horror film that wasn't really scary, but just fun. It wasn't that good, but it was fun. You know, mm-hmm. okay. there's you no keep reason that like you're really trying to defend a position. Well, there's no but, reason to but, make part it was two. Fun.
1: It was it was real fun
0: though. <laughs> well, I mean, it, that's all it was though. Like it wasn't like it wasn't artsy. It was the opposite of that. It was just a glossy, dumb PG thirteen horror film that was. Yeah just had a good time with itself but they're now they're doing part two and they're still stuck on the same day but other people are living that day and they gotta all get out alive Mm -hmm. but it i mean
1: escalation is a normal thing for sequels i guess i
0: mean it is
1: but think think about like airplane they were stuck on an airplane right Mm -hmm. airplane two Spacecraft, (laughs) yeah,
0: you know, (laughs) I was looking the other day. I have airplane two and one on VHS, but I've probably only seen two maybe twice. It's pretty good. Uh, I I haven't seen it, I've seen it one. Well, I I do remember the last time I saw it, I was in college living at Mm. home, so yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while, (laughs) 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 so anyway, uh. But I don't know. I
1: mean, it it seems like a. We talked about it. It seems like a neat idea. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, You got anything else? I thought I did, but it's been so long. I forgot everything.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Okay. So uh, we didn't really talk on the show, did we? Uh, I don't know. Part of the reason why we had. Yeah. Yeah, We talked about it. Okay. Yeah. So I had a kid and I'm. All uh, by yourself, yeah, <laughs> just me. No, no, but um, you know, I'm very uh, sleep deprived right now, so yeah, yeah. Hey, Cloverfield Paradox it it's hitting yeah. Blu-ray this February, but that's like a year after it came out on Netflix.
1: Yeah, but remember, it was kind of like a surprise movie because mm-hmm. like J.J. Abrams was like, "Hey, I'm doing a Cloverfield sequel," and everybody was like, "Awesome!" And he's like, "Here it is." Yeah, it yeah. Was like,
0: i didn't watch it and i love the first cloverfield and like the second one for what it is but don't consider it a cloverfield movie
1: yeah that's how this one is kind of i mean it i've seen it uh actually a couple of times oh really <laughs> to be honest with you um and it's one of the, like i'm still not 100 clear on what's happening at the end like the last shot or two. I don't know what's going on. Like how it fits in with the timeline. But they've said before that it's an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. I mean they mentioned that in the movie too, but like it's it's weird. It's a weird movie. You should watch it though, it's pretty
0: cool. Really? Hmm. Well all right. Uh before we go, apparently <laughs> Brittany Belland of The Sleeper and Clown guys passed away. Aww. Uh bummer. Um it said it didn't say why, but apparently she had a promising career, you know, like doing these uh you know, progressively better B movies and stuff and mm-hmm. she passed away on november 21st. So that's that's a bummer. I hate to hear that. However, I am very excited to watch The Sleeper and Clowntergeist. Clowntergeist <laughs> sounds amazing. <laughs> if it's out, let's cover it next episode. Okay. Clownter <laughs> 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 Looking it up now.
1: Uh yeah. We, we need a we need a guy off to the side like Joe Rogan has. Like Jamie, up pull up the
0: trailer for Clowntergeist. Uh yeah, okay. Yeah, let's do it. I, I don't know if it's out though. It said it it was made in twenty seventeen, but who knows? I'm sure yeah, that, who knows? I'm sure that uh we could find a copy somehow, you know, by just begging the producers and stuff. That's how we normally do it, right? <laughs> anyway.
1: Clowntergeist. <laughs> We're both on the clowntergeist <laughs> mission. Um no, it says you it's on Amazon Prime.
0: It's on like for free, yeah. It says zero dollars with membership, dude. Next episode, well, I guess next episode will be the, the will will ring of in the new year, year. with yeah.
1: clowntergeist
0: Okay, all right. Well, that sounds good to me. All right. Well, you want to take a quick break, come back and review the last Hell Fighter by Don- Thomas S. Flowers. Sure. All right. We will be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are back. We are talking uh, The Last Hellfighter by Thomas S. Flowers. And like I told you actually during the break, unfortunately, I didn't get much notes on this. A, I didn't tell you this part because I was listening to the audio book while painting the side of my house <laughs> during uh, the majority of this. But mm-hmm. um, so I didn't get much detailed notes on it. However, um yeah (laughs) i'm i'm hoping you did (laughs) i mean i got i got some notes and stuff i got some things to talk about yeah okay well Well, i was just trying to find the official synopsis that's what i'm doing too killing time and trying to find it um but uh let's see let's see you got it no i stopped
1: because you were doing it (laughs) oh shit i stopped because you were um Oh,
0: that's
1: uh, yeah, a real gift of the magic situation we got ourselves in <laughs>
0: yeah i can't i can't find it <laughs> all right uh the last hell fighter No, my phone's doing that thing where it says it's on wi-fi but it ain't on wi-fi <laughs> it's doing that uh, thing where i'm trying to search for something but i'm just on reddit <laughs> yeah yeah i got sidetracked in that amount of time all right um, let's see. I think, I think you should make up a synopsis for it. Nah, man. Synopsis is the side of my house needed some pain. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. So here we are. Ben Harker, Harlem native, World War I veteran, vampire slayer. In the year 2044, reporters from the public relations ministry gather at the home of Benjamin Harker, the last surviving member of the Harlem Hellfighters. At age 144, he is the oldest recorded man alive. Hidden among them, Clyde Bruner is looking for a different kind of story. Across the United States, despite the great walls and patrol drones that keep America secure, something has found its way in. And now towns are vanishing during the night, entire populations gone, only to return after the sun sets, changed, unholy, and lethal. Whatever this evil is, it's spreading west. According to a bedtime story Bruner's grandfather told him when he was a boy, Benjamin Harker has seen this before. He's faced this scourge, fought this evil, survived them, killed them, from the trenches of the Great War to the jungles of Vietnam to the sands of Iraq. Harker will search his past to save our future. That's a long synopsis. It has two more paragraphs. (laughs) No, it's got two pull quotes. Uh, But,
1: yeah. that's, That's actually kind of more than I was planning on giving away.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, <laughs> but no. I guess since it's a synopsis, it's, it's it's fine. In true B and E fashion, neither of us looked up <laughs> this before before no. uh doing it. But you know, hey, I knew it was Thomas Flowers and I've enjoyed everything I've read by him, so didn't need mm-hmm. to be. Uh, but uh and plus you know in uh full disclosure we got review copies. However I I got the own or I got my own audio copy. Yeah. <laughs> so From even,
1: Audible.com. Yeah, Audible.com. <laughs> Sign up today with promo code. We don't have a promo Clown code. Clown farts. They
0: don't, <laughs> they don't sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, okay. So, uh, I don't even, <laughs> for some reason I'm dumbfounded. I don't know where to start. Where um, to start? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Dracula. It's Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't read Dracula.
1: <laughs> well, you've never seen the, the Totally Awesome Scorsese film? Yeah, I have it. Okay, so Harkins is Keanu Reeves. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I, I did know Renfield. But yeah, Renfield's in there. Um, Mina is one and a writer. Um, and then there's like a couple of other people peppered in there, too besides I mean, helsing but it's like helsig or whatever in, in this one um, helvig
0: helvig yeah and so so it's like yeah it's dracula oh okay all right well but i mean not beat by beat dracula right
1: oh no no okay. no no,
0: no, no, <laughs> so no. It's, like, <laughs> it's 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 like you know um how ebenezer
1: like, was <laughs> yeah yeah, it's it like techno cr- remix. Yeah.
0: Of <laughs> Dracula. That other book we did by him was uh, like that with Titus, and, right? Titus Androm? Mm-hmm. I, I don't, <laughs> I never can say it right. <laughs> but yeah. Andromeda? Yeah. No. Andronicus? Is that it? It's Titus Andronicus, sure. right? Sure. <laughs> um, you know things? Uh, I, I think I do. Yeah, is, Titus is Andronicus. It really- yeah, is but, it
1: is it really that important that you're looking it up again?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. Anyway, uh, Jim, Jim, Titus Andromeda <laughs> Andromachus. Um So yeah, I I got you. I did catch that, but then I thought, okay, well, the book Dracula existent within this world because they mention it one time. Mm. I think Mina mentions it whenever he's trying to explain. Right. Uh, I think so
1: i <laughs> no, um, uh, see yes. Okay. Oh no! There's a quote from Bram Stoker's Dracula.
0: Oh really? I thought she was like, well, she doesn't mention Bram Stoker. Bram Stoker's Dracula. She just says like Dracula or something like that. No, the only thing in there, one match quote from from
1: Bram Stoker's Dracula.
0: Weird, huh? Could have sworn. Weird. Maybe I'm just thinking vampires exist within this universe. You know, like Well, obviously uh, they exist within <laughs> this universe. No, but you know how like zombie movies have every zombie movie, zombie movies don't exist for some reason. They're just I like I
1: saw a zombie movie the other day where
0: they did, and it was weird. I like it better if they do. Like you know, the the characters are already on board with the audience. Not like mm-hmm not like you have to unpack a bunch of shit like what yeah. shoot him in the head I've been Ooh, shooting him in the arm why aren't they dying you know <laughs> <laughs> I hate that shit but anyway <laughs> but uh okay so vampires exist within this as a mythos you know within this yeah. film uh, or within this book um one thing I, all right I guess uh, you know we're not going to really spoil this book it's it's relatively new Mm-hmm. um it's uh i don't i don't know how long was it i know it was not short uh, like page num, like page wise yeah it was like three four hundred pages i think like so
1: that. i want to say it was close to four
0: but i, I don't I did, know
1: because like kindle you know does the like stupid location things yeah i
0: hate that but yeah i guess it works if you know you need bigger fonts or font adjustments but yeah, other than but that, I'm not going to tell somebody to go to location 4128. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I do. But I think we've done that. OK, it's 403 pages. OK, yeah. So um, I was correct. So one thing I really liked about this, and I'm a fan of this in other books as well. Uh, the only one I can think of really. Words is yeah. <laughs> no the only thing i can think of is like revival by stephen king which is probably not a great example because uh, a lot of people do not like that book but uh, i'm just talking about this as like a framing device where you have multiple encounters at different ages not yeah. like this shit happened yesterday and let's go fix it you know it's like okay you encountered evil at 20 you encounter evil at 40 you encounter evil at 60 i love it whenever that that happens yeah. It, oh. it,
1: it adds like a like a almost like even though this is a technically a small scale story because it's dealing with like the life of one guy and, you know, those around him. Mm-hmm. It gives like a grandiose like scale to it, you know, because it's like not just one encounter that this guy has had with vampires, but like a lifetime of, of fighting like this evil. You know what I mean? So it <laughs> makes it
0: feel bigger
1: yeah and the the actual scope of the story
0: yeah um and I like it, it also books like that also not not to say that this didn't have a lot of action in it or anything like that it did mm-hmm. it did it had a lot of tension and, and like foreboding to it uh, more than anything i would say like just foreboding uh tension throughout yeah. a lot of it however books that utilize that framing device or, or that pacing or whatever you would call that um generally have you more uh, involved with the character's story, the ins and outs, the details of their world, uh, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you're not concentrated on this brush with evil, the entire book or anything like that, you know? And so one thing I really, really found about this, I found it about Feast. Um, I don't really, (laughs) I don't know. uh, I don't know. I've read other short stories by, uh, thomas flowers but he's really good at uh world building and uh there's not there's no lack of attention to detail in any of this
1: now there is one part oh wait sorry were you done with your no no, go ahead uh because i'm gonna interrupt you there was one part where that world building actually really took me out of it really (laughs) which one uh there was a uh, a section uh, location 671, if you want to check it on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on Kindle, um, where he's describing uh the like jazz club that he's in. Uh-huh. Okay. So um our main character, uh Ben Harkins, is like uh he he likes jazz and stuff, right? And so he's at this club in Harlem, and it goes on, and there's a paragraph where it's like Ragtime filled the air consisting of banjos, mandolins, violins, clarinets, cornets, traps, and drums, all keeping a fast-paced syncopated tempo. Then the next page, Uh it goes, he gazed over at the dance floor, his eyes wandering to the raised stage and the musicians. The banjos, mandolin, violin, clarinet, cornet, trap, and drum players were all dressed. And it's like... (laughs) Uh, yeah i got you but but two pages in a
0: row you know what i mean but hold on to your horses on the next page (laughs) i'm just like yeah no i got i got what you're saying
1: you know what i'm saying so it's like yes i appreciate um like a like an almost heavy-handed approach to detail in a book Uh right um because like I think it can, like you said, it really adds to, you know, like, immersion, right? Mm -hmm. And and this uh, reality of the book. But then sometimes
0: it just feels like padding. True. You know? Uh, That is my main complaint about Stephen King in general and why I avoid more often most of his novels. Like, the longer ones. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I wasn't explaining what a novel is, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying his, like, long... Wait, hold on, hold on. (laughs) There are longer books? (laughs) No, but, you know, like, if something's 300, 400 pages, okay. But if something's, like, 1,000 pages... Like, I've avoided watching or reading It, which I hear is just fucking amazing. And, you know, I like the story. So, like, in film. So, I've avoided that because it's 1,100 pages. You know? And the reason I've avoided it is because it's too... You know, there's, it's that for so long, Uh that amount of detail for so long. Now I don't know that that one is, but that's been my complaint about King on other books is that like, you know, the first time I heard Pepsi Cola it was the summer of '67, and like, oh God, <laughs> you know, just it's getting, uh but. Anyway, but I thought with this page count, you know, four hundred pages is fine for that. I
1: mean, yeah, no, it was it was good. I mean there was like a cup like that's the one that really stuck out to me. Four hundred pages and you gotta harp well, on I mean, there was there was a couple of times where things got repeated mm-hmm. but but never to that extent. Man. You know you know what I mean? Like like at the beginning when they're in like the boot camp training area in Houston. Uh huh. Right. Like there was a couple of times where it would say like, you know, they're at whatever place in Houston, Texas. Like uh, it's okay. like, you know, you know what I mean. Like, do you have to say it again? Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, but but that's like minor. Yeah, you know, I got the, you. Those weren't bad. They didn't like take me out or anything. But that one, like, I stopped and I was like, what? Why would why would you need to do the list again?
0: Yeah, you know, this, this whole conversation, I believe me and you, like, we had talked uh, about this in the past. Uh, it was at, when we were at a club with, uh, with uh, you know, musicians. They had banjos, viol- violins, clarinets, cor- cornet, <laughs> trap, and drum players there. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> uh, oh, god. Uh but yeah, so so it spans this this entire guy's like and,
1: and, and also just real quick mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't say traps and drum set. You don't know what I would say. Well no, like back <laughs> in the back in the early tens in the nineteen hundreds, um they like the drum set was called the trap set. Yeah. Because well, it wasn't standardized and it was just, hold on i want to lay us some drum knowledge down oh, yeah so it wasn't standardized right and like they it was short for contraptions and so they had like tr- tr- you know they had tambourines and, cowbells and- <laughs> <laughs> no just like they would have all kinds of stuff and they didn't have necessarily like an actual kit and so they would just do that and it was called the traps because it was the contraptions yeah maybe they had
0: two maybe Maybe they were like a avant-garde Dixieland jazz band. But on the flip side, I think uh, you being you and being a music teacher might uh, have noticed uh, that where most people wouldn't have.
1: No, uh, like overall though, in general, the the treatment of the the music aspects of this story, which were actually a surprisingly large amount. <laughs> For a vampire book. For, yeah, a vampire book about a hundred and forty four year old man going through different war periods. Yeah. Uh, they were they were all accurate. Yeah. yeah. pretty pretty well done. Well researched.
0: Yeah. I I'm I re- Okay, so one thing uh also and you know, this probably is because we live in this time period. But I did. What? <laughs> like, hold on. Wait, what? Um, no, what I really, really liked also uh, was uh, the changing cultural landscape and stuff like that yeah. applied to the story, you know, uh, like mm-hmm. I, it seems oftentimes. And I, I realized that having a African-American protagonist uh, really lends itself to that yeah, to do, yeah exactly because if it was just like
1: l- let's be honest if it was just like a white <laughs> soldier going through all these wars in different time periods it, it was would largely basically treated the same <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah pretty much
0: uh this I, was he what, may have uh, heard more or like just overheard more racist shit in the background but <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. At different times, but
1: yeah. Then he would have just gone back to playing his banjo mandolin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I got you. Um,
1: Oh, good. But yeah, I really, really like that. Uh, The only only other thing was like, there was a line about uh, French people never hearing jazz like this. (laughs) Whenever they did (laughs) that. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay no i'll stop no go ahead <laughs> uh like i i i am see i don't want to specifically call that one out because i'm not sure on the time frame and also if Dix- dixieland was involved uh-huh but jazz was introduced to the world at a world's fair in like 1910 in paris paris so like and and like france has had like a a pretty big um jazz like scene in the culture since
0: then yeah but think about this now, i don't know about now, dixieland though that'd be different n- now this is the guy between us with zero jazz knowledge other than like you know Thelonious monk and <laughs> miles davis you know like basically just yeah you know entry level shit um think about this there's a world of difference between different kinds of jazz. So maybe it was yeah, that specifically. That's what I'm saying. Like, New like Orleans he jazz.
1: said they haven't heard jazz, at least not like this. And so I think it's the Dixieland thing, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, defer to that one. Yeah. Because 'Cause I'm not one hundred percent sure.
0: My favorite kind of <laughs> jazz is like that that uh terribly ambient terrible jazz. Oh yeah, like the free jazz. Yeah, just, where it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, all right, let's get this okay, back so, to the story. So
1: this so so it this follows uh, Harkins um, through what? World War 1, mm-hmm. right? And then it
0: kind of just glances over World War II and Korea. Yeah. Yeah. But it also uh, Korea was too brief. And then it also says like World War II was already basically already so fucked up on its own without vampires. (laughs) Yeah. Right. The
1: Vampires were just like, you know what? We're going to sit this one out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it Um, gave it a free pass
1: or anything like that. (laughs)
0: Like it was just like.
1: And then uh, Vietnam.
0: uh Right. Yeah. And then Iraq. Yeah. Is
1: that is that all of them? Yes. Okay. Now so he was only follow- a soldier
0: in one. He went there as basically uh a support in the other two that he was at. Wait, say that again cuz you broke up a little. Oh, bit. he was only a soldier in World War 1 and then he went there uh, he was basically called there on on the other two.
1: Well, yeah, because by the time Korea ha- happens, he's like 60 years old.
0: 50 years old.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, wait, Vietnam, right? Well, yeah, well, oh, yeah, 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 uh, Vietnam. Yeah, he'd be 60 something. Yeah. Because he was basically born at like 1900. Yeah. Because if it was, if the the present day is 2044 and he's 144 years old, let me do
0: the math real quick. Uh-huh. Let me pull out my calculator, my abacus. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah he's he's uh he, he'd be
1: like born in in 1900 yeah. right so um yeah by the time vietnam rolls around he's like 60 yeah you're not gonna be in the front line by no. the time iraq rolls around <laughs> yeah
0: you know, he's like 90 yeah off mic i want to run something past you uh to see if you thought the same thing but it, it's kind of a spoiler so okay. I won't um yeah, so he would see, I mean, I loved, okay, I'm going to go ahead and say I am not a fan of vampires, really, in general. I don't dislike them. I feel like they've just kind of been played out to a point that I don't, I, I mm-hmm. no longer am interested. Much the same as zombies, even though I love a lot of old zombie films and stuff like that. You know, it's yeah. just new zombie something comes up. Like, okay, CW's I, Zombie. I'm not interested. Even though I've watched like two episodes and it was okay. <laughs> but you know I what read i'm the saying comic comic was uh, good okay but i'm gonna go ahead and say i loved the treatment of uh vampires in this i yes. loved how they were described like it was almost like throughout the shit that you you know uh, a lot of the things that uh, the tropes and mm-hmm. these are even though he kind of describes them much the same as like a nosferatu yeah yeah i was gonna say i think if anything this was a return to form
1: Okay, you know more more than uh, what we've got here because also if I remember correctly, like in Bram Stoker's, oh no, Bram Stoker he just gets stabbed and then he dies. Like he doesn't have to cut off his head. They do cut off heads and stuff, but you don't have to.
0: Yeah. Like spoiler alert. Like I think I'm going to watch that today. We've been talking about it so. Well,
1: much. I'm talking about in the in the original novel. Um, the the
0: Texan character because there is a Texan <laughs> waiter in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Are you telling me that Coppola's version wasn't a hundred percent true to form? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, did you read it? No, but I know
1: a lot more about it than I should for having never read it. Oh, okay, if that makes any sense.
0: Well, I know um, you were talking about wanting to read it the other day, and so I didn't know if you read it on top of this. Like, damn, no, damn, no, egghead. <laughs>
1: but but, like you you know like they mentioned that like garlic doesn't work and like silver and crosses don't really do anything that's all like that's old school vampire you know what i mean like old school vampire you had to cut off a head and that was like one of the only ways to kill it right and nothing else really worked and crazy stuff like if you threw a handful of rice at them they Mm -hmm. had to like count it all
0: yeah. Well, they didn't do that in this, thank God. No, they didn't do that.
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs> Otherwise, like, I would have lost respect for this novel. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I would have gotten more respect for this novel. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> what? No. two's Counting Rice. But these were just straight up, like, just embodied demons, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, they were like monsters.
1: Yeah. Um, similar to, well, A, like you said, the like old school Nosferatu, like that movie. All uh-huh. right um uh and also uh
0: like 30 days a night yeah yeah which i loved that i yeah. like the treatment of vampires in that i just don't like uh overly the cliche in it. i don't like uh rip-offs of like bella Lugosi, you, you know modern rip-offs of that kind of shit <laughs> uh, Yeah. Oh. <laughs> even though i do love the count on, on sesame <laughs> street Uh, Does he count, though? Well, he's exactly what I'm talking about, but no. I know, but he's not a horror character. (laughs) (laughs) You've just seen the wrong
1: episodes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome, though, if like a story where the count went rogue and started killing the other ones and it's like like a mystery on Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah. He's like draining them of their blood and they're becoming his drones and shit.
1: <laughs> oh Yeah. And you could use like slightly desaturated felt, you know, for the color <laughs> yeah. of, of like big bird and stuff. He'd be like
0: pale yellow. Yeah. I also like that. It didn't get bogged down too much in, uh, basically, uh, never, you know, since the whole story was told pretty much uh, from his point of view, uh, the scope mm-hmm. was limited, yeah, even though it was wasn't told in first person, it was told in third person, but it was through his point of view. But yeah. um, he, I do like that it never fully explains a lot of their methods or anything like that.
1: Yeah, I like that too. You know, like a a behind the scenes world saving thing. Uh huh. Like I, I like that kind of story as well.
0: Yeah. You yeah. Know? I, I I don't know. I mean. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, like, you know, I knew this was a, a vampire tale because uh you know the not. cover. Oh you didn't even though
1: the cover <laughs> because you know how like whenever you open it on Kindle, like it just opens to the first page. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and you have to like go back to see the cover. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The cover is straight up like Nosferatu, like yeah. on the cover. <laughs> yeah. And um uh I didn't see that until like uh you know he started talking about vampires and I was like, what this, this movie, and this book's about vampires, which I'm excited about. And then, um, yeah. I was yeah. like, Oh, I should have looked at the cover. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, you know, um, I, I'm not, th- vampires normally aren't, uh, aren't my biggest, uh, you know, I, they don't really excite me much. So I was like, l- I had the audiobook of this and I had put it off. Um, I started it a little earlier this week, but I was like, man, I got to get on this and holy shit. It just sucked me in. Like I fucking, like I really, really liked this. I loved the fact that at times it felt more like a war novel, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that the war, the descriptions of the war in, in and of itself, even though it never really, Showed a whole lot of battle. It showed a lot of, like, behind the scenes uh, of these different yeah, battles. Yeah, it was a lot of, like, I guess what would really be the day-to-day. Yes. I absolutely love that. I love, like, honest to God, there's not much in this in this um, that I would have changed. Actually, there's one thing that I would have changed. <laughs> one tiny thing. And it was a quote that was attributed to Nirvana instead of David Bowie. <laughs> Ooh. It was it about- <laughs> It was from the man that sold the world. Yeah. Uh, but that's literally the, the entire thing. Like, that's it. Um, but uh, that's just me being neurotic. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I love this book. I thought it was great. I would recommend it to anybody, regardless of if you're super into vampires or if you are like me and... They're not really, you know, you're not the biggest fan. Uh, I, I would do it equally because I love monster stories. Uh, yeah, and this is straight up just like monster shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, because it, although it is a vampire story, it's not like it's not the bulk of the story. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so, even if you hate vampires, you're not gonna like be hit over the face with them
0: constantly while you're reading the book. Yeah, it could have been a Jeeper creeper or anything. <laughs> <A> Jeeper Creeper. <laughs> oh, man. But what do yeah, you give it? I would give it a strong four and a half out of five. Yeah, I was gonna go
1: four. Four and a half sounds pretty good too, but dude, yeah. you you be your own person. Yeah, no, four. <laughs> okay is what I'm gonna say.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean that's a, that's a solid yeah that's a solid grade. Yeah I uh <laughs> I think, you know, this is something that probably obviously it's a little easier with a audio book to get sucked in because it's <laughs> happening. You know, you're not having to do a whole lot to experience have sound it, effects. No, no. But uh, it, the narration was really good. Um, like it was it was an, like a very good uh, I don't narration. Know what you would, yeah, I guess just a, it was a very good use of this this narration and stuff and the guy did multiple voices <laughs> which i'm a fan of some of them don't you know sometimes uh yeah. it's just like she said this blah 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 he said this you know but this one when you're doing multiple voices you don't really have to tag it on unless there's some action you know so it's like
1: how was how his uh <laughs> early
0: 1900s hundreds uh dude in harlem voice it was just a normal voice. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, he wasn't d- doing accents for the American people, but uh, Helvig like, had an awesome voice. <laughs> huh? Helbig. Oh, did he? Yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, um, if, you're, if you're an Audible subscriber also, um, not that I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, we normally don't have the chance to do audio. Uh, you know, critique or any of yeah. that. But if you are an Audible subscriber, I, be, I bet we would if someone would, <laughs> you know, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Audible, if you're listening, uh, they're not. But, I know, but no uh, one is. <laughs> uh, but if you are an Audible subscriber, the thing is, I, I did Audible for a little while, and I tend tended to avoid small press and and self published books just because they were shorter. This is a good use of of your credit, your monthly credit, because it's like nine hours. Like it's really good. Yeah, I, I would just feel deprived if I used my credit for something that was like thirty minutes, or you know, like a short <laughs> story or a, a very small novella. But yeah, this is a really good use of your credit. So anyway, um, yeah, like I said, four and a half out of five, loved it. So, yeah. All right. It's really good. On the other end of the spectrum, <laughs> you want to take a break and do uh, brutal Bigfoot. Or do you want to just go right in let's it? let's take a real quick break. Okay, we'll be back. <laughs> All right, we're back. We are talking brutal Bigfoot now available for free on Amazon Prime if you want to watch it. But before you do that, um, you know, this is going to be a very spoiler filled uh review in fact we will spoil this film so if you want to save that film for yourself and watch it which i would not recommend i'll go ahead and tell you off the top <laughs> um uh that's your prerogative but yeah we will be spoiling this film so I don't know what the summary of this is but I really don't care.
1: <laughs> a Bigfoot expedition team finds more than the legendary monster when investigating the disappearance, disappearance, excuse me, of a hiker and the mutilation of a couple deep in the remote Arkansas countryside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: So and they never actually found that that couple. Uh, they d- d- seemed to not give a shit after a while. <laughs> they were just full on squatch hunting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> they, uh, so um i think honestly my biggest problem with this film off the top it comes at you right from the beginning is that uh you know the cinematography's crap but that's fine uh because it, it's a so low budget i mean it, it's th- this movie is probably made on like a grand bucks <laughs> yeah i mean i would say a grand would be pushing it it's yeah. it's one of the probably one of the most low budget films we've ever done yeah which is fine i like a lot yeah. of those. i no, love micro budget films remember we had micro member where we did the tiny books and also low like micro budget films less yeah. than 20 grand um yeah we didn't do that this year mm-mm. we only did it once out of like what, five years <laughs> or, yeah why, why have we only done it once i don't know that was a good idea. Uh, and I wanted to pair it with uh, micro brews, too. And we were oh. just like, oh, no. Hey, but we can Damn. drink my my beer, like my micro brew. Yeah. I'm going to be doing a porter next. Oh. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it may taste terrible. I'm yeah. going to add a lot of milk to it. <laughs> <laughs> just at the end, just pouring <laughs> milk in it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so... This is a very, very, very low budget film, but yes. that really wasn't as big of the problem as much as there didn't seem to be any caretaking whatsoever in the cinematography.
1: Are you saying they didn't have a line producer <laughs> or, yeah. or a script supervisor? Well, we do they know they did have a director of photography, though. He was one of the guys. Was he? Yeah. Did you not watch the entire credits?
0: No. Uh, I don't know what he did, though. <laughs> like, well, because because most OK, maybe we need to, I mean, uh, me and you have made films like this, right? Yeah. And yeah. I'm not also also poorly made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not uh, just being up my own ass when I say that the last film that I'm extremely unproud of is a better film than this. <laughs> and we made it in 24 hours yeah yeah so or 48 hours i mean there's no way for our but, audience to see these but films.
1: no 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 um uh, unless i just throw it up on the internet somewhere <laughs> do you have a copy <laughs> mine went down with my computer no i think rodney might be the only person with a copy <laughs> he's watching it now <laughs> um just reliving the past uh yeah so anyway so that movie that we made also suffered what i assumed that brutal bigfoot did and in let me see if you agree um what seemed like the complete and total lack of a script whoa 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 whoa
0: <laughs> yeah um i will say though that their camaraderie between each other i enjoyed now they it might be because this
1: is not the first bigfoot movie that Tom Biscardi has made. Oh wow! Really? And apparently, like they they might be actual Bigfoot hunters.
0: Well, um, I I would assume they that they were.
1: Bigfoot Lives: Anatomy of a Bigfoot Hoax. Um, Bigfoot Lives Two. Uh, Shadow of Bigfoot. No, wait, that's different.
0: Bigger feetier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> feetier. <laughs> yeah. um, but but like he's done a bunch of, um bigfoot related things oh really and you noticed they had t-shirts oh yeah like, and a trailer yeah filled with like bigfoot hunting equipment which for some reason they did not take with them on their bigfoot hunting expedition yeah okay
0: so i'm i'm very confused as far as yeah, what the it. hell this this even was right <laughs> okay. like, what hell <laughs> huh no, no, what hell this was.
1: No, well, the, which which circle <laughs> where we currently in?
0: <laughs> no, I mean like I don't know what this movie was like. It, 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 was it found footage? Was it documentary? It, oh, it tried. It, okay, I thought it was
1: until or, or documentary, <laughs> right? Uh huh. And then like it just stopped being shot like a documentary for a while and then went right back to being a documentary. Yeah. And like, so typically government types, right? Like start tailing them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and then it just switches to like a normal camera where it's like, you're seeing stuff from like inside the government
0: guy's car. But still, but still, okay. I, and I'm fine with that. Uh, you know, like uh, what was it behind the mask? Did that? But, yeah. But they could have gone from like, you know, this was all hand cam whenever mm-hmm. they're talking mm-hmm. and what they could have done is cleaned it up or, or what behind the mask did was it was videography. And then like 35 millimeter, uh, during the, the film, yeah, there, you know, there they, was
1: dis- there was a, it was distinct, like there was a difference between it.
0: Yeah. But, and I get not everyone could make, you know, 35 millimeter, but they could have made it like wider screen. Just have.
1: There's there's freaking like throw a iTunes movie maker filter on it.
0: Yeah. Do something (laughs) different. Something. Honestly. There's all kinds of film
1: grain. Like there's film grain footage you can buy. Right. And just overlay it on top.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they should have done something with it, because this was just like...
1: But but they did at the end, with the trail cam, it was in black and white. Yeah. And had the little overlay. So they had the technology.
0: Yeah. Huh. Anyway. All right. So, um... So So, did this movie have a script... I'm going to say that it had a a beat script where it's like, you know, hey, over here, we're going to talk about this over there. We're going to talk about this, you know, Yeah, but I doubt I doubt it.
1: I I was kind of impressed with one thing. Like there was quite a few like really long takes, Mm -hmm. right? Like the very first scene is what, like five or six minutes of them sitting around a kitchen table, like unbroken shot. So you know they had to do it all in one take Now I'm not saying that that meant that it was a good take
0: It was usable (laughs) though Yeah, I said it was usable though Yeah,
1: but what I'm saying is like You know, getting together uh, A bunch of, you know Let's say b-movie actors let's say not actors at all <laughs> and getting them to do like an entire like five or six minute scene unbroken uh-huh is actually a pretty good accomplishment
0: yeah yeah um what i love okay so they start going through the woods right i mean <laughs> okay can, can we
1: real quick Why are they going through the woods? Because a hiker is missing, but also to find mutant Bigfoots. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So at the beginning, the guy's like, (laughs) it shows this, a hiker that gets killed by Bigfoot in the very beginning. Shows in quotations. Yeah. Yeah. And then this guy talks to him, and he says, there's a missing hiker. Now, she could have broke her leg. Of course, this happened in an area with a lot of radioactive runoff, and there's like 70-pound possums and all sorts of stuff. And, you know, also there's a Bigfoot out there. Now, any of those things could have gotten her. So we need you guys, since you're good Bigfoot hunters, uh, to go out there and check it it out, right? Yeah. Now, that right there could... uh, that took six minutes for him to say <laughs> yeah that was it, the scene he, you're talking about
1: uh, but but to be fair that was the only scene that guy was in
0: thank god you know, he
1: wanted he wanted to get his screen time um he was obviously the charlie to their angels right <laughs> he gave them their their assignment yeah and told them what to do and then they packed up to go try to find the the chick didn't take hardly any of their bigfoot equipment nothing they took like a trail cam uh-huh like one trail cam a uh, a single gun uh-huh a, a walking stick and a camera
0: okay and like i said uh earlier their camaraderie i enjoyed i thought that they did fine with each other off just pure improv right yeah. I mean, or, yes, or what we're assuming it needed problem. to be tightened up. The problem was they had these long shots, like one shot where they weren't getting any coverage and they could have tightened it up if they'd just done it two or three times and kind of bounce yeah. back and forth. Like the, the first shot that we talked about with uh, Charlie telling
1: them what to do. <laughs> yeah. um, like th- every time a person would talk, the camera guy would like go around the table like walk around the table to get a shot of the person talking mm-hmm. and then like walk around the table the other <laughs> way to get to the other person yeah. it's like dude just do it like three times yeah. point the camera at one person at a time no.
0: and then edit that no then they had an obligatory nude scene yeah um totally and, out of nowhere and a bigfoot Some... kills them and then a uh a crazy man with a teddy bear comes by a yeah. crazy crazy man and the teddy bear uh he Let's was also say, mentally impaired yeah homeless well, man but he he was an ex power plant worker remember yeah. he, the,
1: <laughs> the 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 nuclear power plant Mm-hmm. that was out in the middle of the arkansas forest <laughs> yeah. um with no roads leading to it yeah
0: so they start they start looking over there and they they're measuring radioactive levels but did you notice what they were using like <laughs> it was a shotgun mic and the audio like a zoom audio thing on a camera stabilizer so that's probably how they got their audio coverage well they I, they not during that scene <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely not aimed my, at any my my favorite part of this like before they they get could to have used point, that stabilizer by the way they definitely uh, said so they could have used the camera stabilizer by the way but, but it was
1: supposed to look like it was a dude carrying a camera because it was it was their fourth member yeah it yeah. was their their um winston okay was oh go ahead so my favorite part of this real quick is before they get to the um to the to the nuclear power plant they drive up and there's a fence that's been put across the road (laughs) and they're like oh man they put up a fence right and they're like man what are we gonna do there's five locks on this this fence and then one of the guys quips that it's a pretty short fence to keep (laughs) anybody out because it's literally like a five foot fence Uh it's like not even that big and then they're just like it's a pretty short fence what are we gonna do (laughs) like yeah yeah and then they call somebody to tell them that they can't get in because of that fence and it's like you literally just said that the fence wasn't going to keep anyone out yeah did you bring that stool (laughs) yeah exactly they could have hopped that fence no sweat
0: yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah so then they they go across this guy's land like to do a shortcut the guy that pulls up, my favorite character in the entire film. Oh, that was later. That was way later. Man. The first time, they,
1: they're tr- they gonna go across that guy's land, but that hunter who almost shoots them tells them that they shouldn't, because the guy whose land that is, is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's, but, like, way later. But then... Uh, I because mean, this one, nothing they, get happens. The, they
1: get to the... Uh, to the thing, to the... Um, the place the rundown power plant and the door is locked so they can't get in so they're like well i guess we should leave right <laughs> yeah and then
0: the government starts following the them. government follows them and how do they know it a black SUVs behind them
1: <laughs> yeah which also was one of my favorite lines because they're trying to lose them in the uh, in this car chase right um, worst car chase ever using that term very lightly uh and that's whenever the the pov of the camera starts like flipping in and out and it's like becomes an actual movie for a second uh-huh. right but my favorite part is like he's like man we're not gonna lose them and he's like how are we gonna get away from someone who's got this kind of resources
0: <laughs> i know i have that written down <laughs> My favorite
1: part like someone that can <laughs> afford Yukon. So G- it's, like, it's like first of all the only thing they've seen is a dude in like a, like a black GMC SUV. Yeah. You know, what kind of resources is that? Because <laughs> they're in like a brand new like dually truck. You know what I mean? It's like
0: <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was dumb.
1: <laughs> <That's> so
0: <good>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh so my God. so they they leave, they go regroup at a at a I don't know, was it was it a, a restaurant? G- it was a it was a pizza parlor okay wait wait, hold on. We, we skipped a whole part
1: who when they cares were talking to this other dude, <laughs> it doesn't matter uh, no who kept saying that his dad shot a 70 pound sal coon <laughs> yeah yeah over and over again and there was one part where this this one they were actually getting camera coverage right uh-huh. and he said a line and then the camera changed and he said the same line again oh really <laughs> yeah or almost exactly the same line again <laughs> he'll say well maybe that's why they weren't using more than one camera but um but yeah yeah so they regroup at this pizza, like outside of a pizza parlor right and then the government types tell them that they're on to them right and they're like who are you and who do you work for to the to the to the bigfoot hunters right and it's just like i don't know the least intimidating um like, government official. Yeah, he's wearing a vest. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you
0: were going to go more. Yeah, no, he's he's just wearing a vest. Yeah, he's like, what I'm you boys? Not just a vest. What but- you boys? What are you boys doing? And they're like, oh, that was a close one when they get. Yeah. Out.
1: I and, know. and they're like, where? Where's your? Uh, who are you? You know, like, where's your government ID? And he's like, and he's like, you don't need to know my name. Here's my ID. And like shows like like a quarter of an inch of something out of his wallet
0: yeah and they go what's and that like, man that's official or they, go, they like that. go what's that and he goes i work for the government <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: oh my god
0: so then they get out of there you know safe and they then they make the decision that's to go across the guy's to lane go
1: across the guy because they got to go get their trail cam
0: um but it really seems the like government gets it seems like that guy was so much better equipped for improv than any of them. Oh it yeah. Was, he was good. He was like the best character in the film. He made me laugh a lot. He was laughing at his own shit too. And it <laughs> yeah, seemed like, was. it seemed like he was trying to throw him off guard the entire time too. Uh, cause he had him on the ground with a gun and then he, he goes, uh, he was like, uh, you know they they're like you know do you believe in bigfoot and all this stuff and he goes he goes well anyone that believes in bigfoot's got guns <laughs> and, uh, and he's like nah i'm just kidding get up guys i don't believe in bigfoot <laughs> it was almost like that guy was the only actual
1: actor yeah right and he knew what was going on you know he had like meta knowledge about how bad this movie was gonna be <laughs> so he just decided to fuck with them yeah you know what I mean? yeah <laughs> that's what it felt like um, but unfortunately this movie is not on IMDb, so I can't look up that actor. Yeah. Uh, I have three
0: quotes from that guy. All right, so, <laughs> so get up. Yeah, this guy's in the film, what? Two and a half minutes, maybe three, yeah, three tops. quotes. So yeah, you know, get up guys. I don't believe in Bigfoot, all right, which I, made me laugh, but also he, uh, It's all in the delivery. That's a little weird out of context. Yeah. Yeah. But then they, they ask him about the hobo named Moonshine, you know, the slow guy yeah. that He's dead at this point, but it doesn't really matter. Is he dead? Well, no, they not... never found the body, and there was a big bloody no, mess. No, no, no. They run across him after this point, and he's all lethargic. It is after this. All right, so they're talking to that guy, and uh, they're asking him about that—that that, uh, you know, that guy that lives in the woods. And he goes, yeah, yeah. he goes, I. Ain't, and they, his name's Moonshine, right? And he goes, yeah. I ain't seen Moonshine. Maybe Bigfoot ate him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then he goes He's like laughing at his his own like he was laughing
0: <laughs> at himself there wasn't he yeah and then he goes now nah. anyway you boys you are welcome to hunt bigfoot and if you see that bum shoot him too <laughs> 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 this guy did not respect the production of this film. Oh no that guy was a delight <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so anyway um <laughs> yeah that guy honestly that guy Alone changes the my rating of this film. Really? Yep. Wow. <laughs> don't, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so then what? They go check the trail cam? Oh no no. No, no they no, no, run like,
0: across the hobo in in the woods and he doesn't talk. Like they start asking him stuff. He no, didn't. that's way earlier. No, it's after that. I promise. Because the only reason I know this is I was eating the breakfast that I was cooking whenever they did that one too. <laughs>
1: like oh oh do they come across the 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 blood and stuff later yeah they're like this is where he was sitting yeah and stuff yeah yeah okay then i'm i think i've got a whole scene missing in my head then <laughs> and, and it wasn't the good one <laughs> but no they they sit there and talk to to moonshine jones or whatever his name is for way too damn long because like they just keep talking to him and they're like w- what'd you see Hey, moonshine are you, are you moonshine and stuff and it's yeah. like for like five minutes and then six they're minutes, like and the moonshine never says anything
0: no and so he just
1: sits there petting a
0: teddy bear yeah and you're not really sure what's going on there like he got blood on his hat what's wrong with yeah. your leg and zoom in on the blood on his hat okay <laughs> so, <laughs> so then they leave and am I wrong do we hear Bigfoot's internal thoughts at that point <laughs> Because I ha- otherwise I have no I have no explanation. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, you don't do you remember? Mean? Okay, so they leave after talking to him, and then the, you got Bigfoot's paw, and you you got a POV POV part where Bigfoot's paw. I'm not fucking with you, man. Like, like uh, uh, dude, we may have to. Did you not notice that part? Hold I don't on. I think I did. Hold on. Do you, do you have access to this on your phone? Uh, yeah i mean i got it right here all right hold Um, on we're taking a pause okay we're back i was wrong okay (laughs) (laughs) but okay there, there is a pov shot from bigfoot yeah and then inexplicably very like very close audio while he's looking at moonshine from a hundred yards away yes and but moonshine is talking to his teddy bear yeah and i thought he was talking to moonshine because moonshine had his, it was all messed up from something did, oh
1: did you think that like yeah bigfoot, bigfoot was, was like we're gonna get moonshine you belly fixed yes like we're buddies yeah i thought that he, he oh my god that would have made this movie so
0: much better that, that was my interpretation of it <laughs> Like, I was like, hold on!
1: But then he kills him later. Was, you thought that was Bigfoot's voice? All right, we're gonna get you. some, We're gonna get your leg fixed up. <laughs> like that's Bigfoot? <laughs> yeah. Well, when when real like right before that, he's like low pitched growling.
0: Yeah. Got to get your leg fixed up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That was what I thought. Because um <laughs> yeah, what were you eating? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, okay, how do you explain that audio though? He's like a hundred yards away and it's like, going get your leg fixed, going get your belly fixed. <laughs> I didn't know that he was talking to his teddy bear. This guy, I mean, Moonshine had a fucked up leg and he's like, Gun get your leg yeah. fixed. Like, is the teddy bear's leg fucked up too? Maybe he was, maybe that was what the teddy bear was saying to him. Did the teddy bear talk? Is the teddy bear riding Bigfoot? And we're just catching that (laughs) just up on his shoulder? In the POV shot of,
1: uh, from Bigfoot, you can see the teddy bear. So I don't think the teddy bear is riding
0: Bigfoot. Now they could have saved this if they showed him talking literally for just a second, tailing into it, you know? Like, well, they did a, another part where it's a
1: close-up of him talking, but not right in the then. Same it, scene. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it,
0: it wasn't like continuous. You're they could have, kept, they that could have an cut back from the audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would have it would have taken pulling scrubbing the audio from it and applying it over the other. I get that it's a little too much, but <laughs> but yeah, you got to get one of those J cuts. Man, all right, I'm going to go ahead and say. Called. That was the only other part knocking the rating up for me. (laughs) So, so,
1: so, so your inexplicable POV inner monologue of Bigfoot Bigfoot was
0: a (laughs) plus. (laughs) Well, it it was only there because it was a crazy fucking thing I'd ever seen.
1: (laughs) So, so who, I'm checking the, I'm checking the, um, the credits here. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm um who was uh the character of rocky was that the guy at the beginning dude i couldn't tell you any the, of these people the charlie know. character um because he is credited as himself but rocky thunder vomit Slavin. wait hold on his R- nickname rocky. is thunder
0: vomit um how do you spell Slavin? S-L-A-V-E-N V-E-N, okay I'm just googling Rocky Thunder Vomit Slavin Uh, hold on Okay, yeah That's weird Nothing on Google about him Except for just Facebook, Rocky Slavin Um Yeah, so a bunch of the people who actually Like
1: played the the Bigfoot Hunters Were the actual crew Like editors and director of
0: photography And stuff like that Dude I'm pretty sure that he's the young guy In the crew Maybe because
1: There's also Rick Horchata Light And Robert the Swede Holmberg <laughs> I always feel like putting a Like a nickname into your credits Is like a weird thing Oh uh, really I like it Do you? Yeah, yeah. It's just I mean I don't make. love it or anything um and by the way also according to the uh to the credits um the government officials that were um tailing them uh-huh. were the were the men in black
0: Huh Well all right all right so from here they they go back to where they saw that guy and then there's a bloody stick and they're like he got killed right Yeah <laughs> Yeah, basically. See, but I was thinking that that wasn't moonshine that that they went back and that and was found the, where the where the couple was killed? No, that they saw where the guy that held him at gunpoint was. Oh. I think that that's what happened. But it Maybe because they didn't say like like, oh moonshine tree.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And neither moonshine or the other guy were near a tree.
0: Well, I mean, it honestly doesn't matter at the end of the day. I don't care about any of these characters. No, we need to dissect (laughs) all of these continuity errors. (laughs) We could do a spinoff show, much like that one podcast where they reviewed Grown Ups every week or Grown Ups Two every week. We could do one where we do this film every week. Oh God. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so. They they find him and then they decide to, for the climax of the film, at like four minutes left, they just call the cops or call the authorities and they're like, we found this. um Here's the latitude and longitude. There's like a bloody gun and we're kind of worried about kids finding it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was that dude's gun or yeah. it was a, s- some dude's gun. Yeah. Maybe that hunter. Yeah. I don't know. Like, From the beginning. Yeah. We, we found a bloody gun and um we're going to need you to come out here. Right, that was basically it. I'm just laughing at your accent.
1: (laughs) Was it that That, far off? No, it was pretty spot on.
0: I mean, we live in a place like we live in a place where people have accents like that. Yeah, not all of us, but quite a bit. (laughs) Anyway, um, but yeah, we're gonna need you come on out here, (laughs) bloody (laughs) gun. So. so they uh, that that's kind of where they hang their hat. Except for they're like, oh, we're gonna take one more expedition. Well, they're gonna they gotta go get their trail cam, and the cameraman
1: um, notices that his battery is going out. Something's draining his battery because um, earlier, whenever they were getting their mission, uh, Charlie had told them that the radiation around uh, the place um, drains batteries, right? And mm-hmm. so finally. After their third excursion into it, um, the battery is dying on the camera, and he has to go back to the car and get a new one. So him and one of the other guys go back to the car, get a battery, and when they come back to the trail cam, the other two guys are gone. Yeah, And then they're like, well, here, let me pop that trail cam uh, memory card into my camera and see what's on it. And, and then, then we get then to see. Then nothing really happens and there's like a flash of a big foot
0: yeah i was very <laughs> confused at, at, at okay so the way that they framed it is almost like they're looking at what last happened on the trail cam right yes but that's not what happened they the people walked up and you know what i'm saying i don't know well okay so trail cams are usually triggered by motion yeah and so
1: they might have been watching it from the start of the clip.
0: Okay, not the last clip. The last clip would have been them picking the camera. Up. Yeah. Okay, I exactly. got it.
1: But they they would have been watching so, like the the clip of them triggering the trail cam, walking into the area.
0: Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say this isn't a good movie. <clears throat> no, it's <laughs> terrible. Um, they had good chemistry between each other, but that is about it. And even that wouldn't like good chemistry on like a professional improv level or anything like that. It was like no. a it was like a oh okay, I don't hate th- watching this. And that's about it. So, what would you give it? One out of 5.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean, I would say to me the glaring omission of uh Sasquatch's inner monologue <laughs> would have to See, really really lower it down for me. Yeah. I'd say it's
0: probably a 1. Yeah. Uh, there's no way this is a good film or should be watched by anyone. <laughs> so, a bummer, because there's not an, a lot of quality Bigfoot films, but, you know. I don't know. Whatever. What was the Bobcat Goldthwait one we watched? See, I didn't like that one, though. You did. Dude, that was so good. Uh, I saw where they're doing a restoration of Legend of Boggy Creek, the best Bigfoot film of all time. Mm-hmm. We should cover that. We got something cool. for next episode? Oh, Clown, um, Clown, Clowntergeist. Yeah. Oh. Clowntergeist.
1: Well, next episode is going to be the end of the year. Okay. All right. Well, this on Amazon has 40%, 47% of the
0: reviews give it five stars. Well, that's because it's all the people that made it and their friends, right? Probably. Whatever. <laughs> all right. Well, I got nothing. I'm all out of air. Yeah. All right. We'll see y'all next time. <laughs> the podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network. Brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.